0: Hi, and welcome to this special episode of Fridays at Five. And you know what?
1: The podcast.
0: With TNT. And you know what? I'm going to say it because I can, because like you tell me every week, this is our show. Sometimes you tell me this is my show. It is Monday. It is National Margarita Day, and we're recording Friday's episode on Monday. So by the time you hear this, we'll be past National Margarita Day. (laughs) right um but every day is taco day so we had tacos now we're having margaritas where's your glass come on get with the game man oh that was a bad clink so yeah welcome welcome how was your week <laughs> we've had eight hours now
1: <laughs> week's going great
0: Woo! i that, mean we had tacos
1: can't be going that bad
0: that's all thanks for stopping by we did what happened today i went i had to go to the local um it's like an organic farm to pick up some bee pollen because we always have local bee pollen Mm -hmm. every day helps with allergies and other things and on the way back it wasn't even out of my way just one exit They have takeout margaritas and tacos. So we went to Salty Iguana. That's right. I feel like, I feel like you don't have anything to say.
1: Well, you're talking, what the fuck you want me to say?
0: (laughs) My wife, you can chime in with my wife is so awesome. She went to the store today, offered to buy me whatever I wanted and then brought me home tacos and margaritas. That's what you could say. I even posted like a picture about how my husband and i are such a team and shit on our instagram people were liking it like crazy and um now you're just scribbling notes and ignoring me (laughs) you made a
1: a whole like thing about how you had something you wanted to talk about and then you started in so i was just letting you talk i could just sit here and interrupt you the whole time if that's what you prefer
0: i thought that's what we normally did yeah exactly okay well
1: I I, <laughs> I hate that you call me out and and like I'm a, like I'm an asshole for not when you you're you're you had like a plan no I'm just I'm letting you do calling it
0: calling you out like an asshole I was I thought you would chime in and be like my wife brought me tacos she's fabulous yeah
1: <laughs> no if you hadn't led with you know making me feel like an asshole for not participating <laughs> I, <don't>, I might have
0: <laughs> what did I do I don't get it <laughs> Look, these are the things that I am not conscious of, I am not aware of when I make people feel like assholes. Clearly, I do not. Yes. Except for sometimes later, I, I think to myself, oh, I think I said that. Oh, now I feel bad. Should I call back or should I text back and and uh, correct myself? All right. Well, I didn't really have that much to say, but- You said you had a topic. Go for it. Um. It's not as happy sounding now as it was in my head earlier.
1: As National Margarita Day sounded?
0: Well, that sounds a lot happier than what I had to discuss. Oh, okay. I'm curious if this is a really good one for you to be involved. Okay. I'm curious if it is possible to get ahead of grief. (laughs) Told you it wasn't going to be a funny episode
1: i think it i think it is possible to get ahead of grief
0: now i read something that that says that grief is like the hardest thing that you will ever have to deal with in your whole life yeah as a human
1: i i can believe that because grief is it comes in all shapes and sizes because you could have grief of the um loss of a pet or a loved one a presidential or presidential election a, a, Yeah, or a relationship, you know, ending. There's so many things that cause a type of grief that you run into so many of them in your life, and yeah, that you never. Some of them them are
0: really, really tough, right? Yeah, some are worse than others. So there are some some topics. There are some off topics going on right now, and at some point, they will not be off. I'm sorry, not off topics, yeah. off- um,
1: Off-limit topics. Thank you. Yep.
0: Um, right now, at some point, I intend for them not to be, but right now, they're not yeah. to be discussed. Yep. But let's just say some grief is involved, right? So I am I I found this book that I started listening to. You're, you're kind of going to chuckle at it, actually. It actually goes along with my shirt. I'll, mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. But okay. so I found this book that I'm listening to, and I text you the other day, and I said- I'm going to try to get ahead of this a little bit and see what I can do to maybe try to not make it quite so tough. Or, but, but then now I think about like, well, maybe this just drags the grief out even longer. Maybe you just wait and grieve later. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to.
1: Well, I mean, we, so I'll, I'll use an example that, that, that we can share. We have had multiple animals. In our lives, I knew away. you were
0: going to go talk about Parker, aren't you? No, oh. um,
1: I was talking about Priscilla.
0: Oh, um,
1: so we had a chihuahua named Priscilla. Tana had her before we started datings, and she died what a year ago
0: uh-huh, in October,
1: yeah. So, but Gosh, it's we, it's been over a year, yeah, wow. yeah. So, we nursed her uh, daily. Um, way more than probably what any average parent would do for a a pet, but, um, we nursed her daily, Tana especially did with, uh, intravenous fluids and and other things for like, yeah, like three years. She lived, she
0: lived more than two years longer than she was supposed to. Yeah.
1: Because we, we did, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because of that. So.
0: And only at the very end was, was her quality of life not great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so we, um, In that situation, we grieved for her for a really long fucking time.
0: Every night at bed, we're like, okay, we love you. If you don't wake up tomorrow, we love you. And we're here and like, oh. Yeah, or like
1: she'd have these, you know, these moments where she'd be really sick. And we'd think that was it. And then she'd, you know, next day would sort of spring back to life again almost. and, And we'd be like, okay, I guess it's not time yet. And so we went through that for like three years. And it was a really, really long grieving process. So much so I feel like that at the end, when she actually passed, we were both very relieved, we were because we had been struggling to take care of her for so long, and grieving the whole time because she was in, you know, she just wasn't in great shape. And while we loved her to death, and we weren't gonna end it for her. Um,
0: yeah, we, it was, we go back and forth with that a little right, bit,
1: right? Right. We have kind of have an opinion on that, and so it, either way, it just it lasted a really long time, and but, so we didn't have like the big ending moment, yeah. like a, a lot of people do. Well, and, and so like it, we
0: had before. Yeah, a couple other pets. We've had other but pets did, that have gone the other way. We did finally say, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. Let's go do this. Mm-hmm. And we did say goodbye and I mm-hmm. took her to the vet. Actually, this is a beautiful story and not at all, I mean it's related but not something I had planned to talk about at all, but so mm-hmm. I I took her to the vet the next day. You said goodbye that morning or whatever and I yep. took her to the vet <clears throat> and I was going to take her in and have her relieved whatever you say. Right. I'm not Putting her down is just, is just a horrible fucking term, but yeah. I couldn't do it. So I drove around, I did my work with her in the car, I drove around for several hours and I thought, I, I have a friend that works with the vet and I said, okay, she, she texts me and she said, are you guys, where are you? They've been waiting for you for a couple hours. And I was like, oh shit, I had no idea. So I went, I walked into the vet, I met her in the vet, her and I both started bawling, cause she's like her aunt, She mm-hmm. she was her auntie. She's all of our pets aunties. But, um, and so, and I had her covered up in a blanket so people couldn't see her or whatever because she just was very sick. And we went back into the room where they, they take you mm-hmm. and she made some kind of movements and we sat down and she literally just went on her own. It was like, I was going to put you down in five minutes and you made the choice for us and for herself that that was it. Yep. And that was a huge relief for me because the guilt of putting an animal to sleep is something that I actually live with and I hate it.
1: Yeah. So your point with grief is a good one because with most people, it is so sudden um, or it's, it's, or at least unexpected that it hits you it can hit you harder. And obviously it depends on the relationship with the person or the animal or the situation or whatever. I mean, people have grief from losing a job. They have grief from
0: friendships. I mean,
1: there's a million things that cause grief.
0: Um, Yeah. I have grief over certain friendships in my life for sure,
1: sure. Yeah. That
0: have, that took, or even not, not even losing a job, but living through a stupid event and then mm-hmm. feeling the, it's like the aftermath or after effects of that. That's probably somewhat grief, that job probably. I had.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I, I, um, I'm pretty open with people. I had a pretty, um, oh yeah. life-changing experience in my career where I, uh, the company that I worked for, uh, was going through, this is pre- a Pre-OA, you know, so is not during a recession, but it's like it was have the, the publishing and media industry was having a recession because people were shifting to the Internet so heavily that.
0: Oh, you're not buying paper or magazine. Right. Or there's that just a subscriber bases,
1: which is going way down. Yeah. And so and also Internet advertising, it doesn't even get close to the same type of income that. Um, regular does. And so at the time, you know, they they eliminated my position and I was let go. And it was it was a brutal um, awakening for my career because I was in the middle of getting an MBA and sort of shifting gears anyway and-
0: Were you in the middle of a divorce too or were- No, that? it was
1: post post a divorce. And so, I, but so- But you what, had a
0: whole bunch of life shift. I had a lot of time. stuff
1: sort of happen yeah. in the same couple of year span. And, but this, this job thing was so drastic because I didn't see it coming. I mean, I saw it coming, but I didn't think it was going to be me. And, um, there was writing on the wall. There were a lot of changes, but I just didn't think it was going to be me. And, and also I thought it was going to be six months further down the road. And so when it hit me, it it really came out of nowhere and I took it hard. I took it really hard. I mean, I applied for, I I, mean, I'm not even going to exaggerate. I probably applied for a thousand jobs in a year.
0: I imagine that that type of thing, like you know, I have a friend whose dad died suddenly mm-hmm. from you know massive heart attack, no warning. I, I I imagine that that kind of grief is much more difficult to navigate to get over. Through, for sure yeah. because because it's just it's you're just, not prepared. Yeah,
1: I think where you're going with your conversation is can you you can you can you get ahead of it and yes you you can because you get ahead of a tragic
0: accident or something like losing a job without having any warning whatsoever or whatever like the
1: things you know about you can mentally prepare for and I think that's what you're saying you're asking well
0: I'm yeah I'm kind of wondering if you can but it doesn't make anything less tragic yeah exactly but it doesn't
1: but it definitely means you're mentally prepared for something to happen that you expect and you can you can kind of get yourself ease in a mental the burden place a little bit maybe I mean I don't know if you ease the burden I mean when it's when it's the loss of someone you can't but you can be in a mentally different kind of place where the, tra- the just raw tragedy of it the rawness isn't hitting you the same way yeah and I, I but think also that's... I
0: feel like right like even just in general if it's not if it's not for this instance we are all going to have some type of grief whether it relationships miscarriages i don't i don't personally have any um but we have experience with that that, but absolutely uh, probably almost every woman i know that had to try try to have kids or something like Mm -hmm. apparently that's very common but that doesn't mean that's not still a tragic thing and and you you might have some warnings with that. Right. So if you can get some more tools in your toolbox, <clears throat> maybe like, I don't know. If so, anybody has any great tools in their toolbox, going to ask. Do you yeah. have
1: tools in your toolbox there that you're, you're reading from that you want to recommend or talk about?
0: Well, <laughs> this is funny. I, I wrote this down the other day. So, I've been, you know, when I, I like to do my Netflix shows, when I walk on the treadmill and stuff. So I started watching New Girl, which is not about tragedy or drama or anything. No. It's just so funny. And the God, tragedy Zoe is Deschanel, the show's not on anymore. Oh, Zoe Dechanel is so funny. I just want to be her in that show. Not, I don't want to be a school teacher because that's what she is. But I just, she's just so quirky and lovable. How can you not love her? Anyway. But I really, She and
1: Andrew Kendrick both to me have like oh, this. Andrew Kendrick, yeah. yeah. This like, Attractive, quirky, weirdo, fun loving, awesome vibe. But
0: almost like they're like not aware of it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And their awesome vibe is so fun that you're like, they're just fun, you know? And you'd like, you just know you'd love it's hanging out. It's always
0: polka dots and rainbows.
1: It's always polka dots and rainbows.
0: <laughs> so, so actually, her, so um, her name is Jess on the show, right? Who's that girl? It's Jess. Uh, her best friend Cece is the like model.
1: The, the Dark haired brunette on the yeah, show? Yeah, okay. she's
0: like um, Schmidt, her, you know, the roommate starts right. boinking her. This, I'm still in season one, so they're boinking and he's always talking about her brown skin and does the brown skin keep you warmer? And like, he just makes all these jokes. Again, this is like 2012, so I think, is that stuff appropriate today? I'm not sure we're supposed to say kind of things like that today. But anyway, so Cece says, and I don't even remember what episode it was or what they were talking about, but she has a quote that says, the only way to get through it is to get through it true and so I
1: as with anything in life
0: I wrote it down because I was like that's a great quote not at all related to grief or whatever but
1: t-shirt quote
0: but then I read it and I'm like that that's like my new one of my mantras I think
1: it is so you know like I used to make fun of people that were because I everybody does and I do it all the time the statement it is what it is
0: oh I say that constantly people have no
1: fucking idea what that means they think, oh, it is what it is. It's just, it is. And you're like, but a statement like that is actually like taking that idea one step further. The you're only just,
0: way to get through it is to get through it.
1: Right. It, it It's just, a, it's a state of being. You just are like, I'm either in it or I'm not.
0: I, like well, I say I that about like, stuff all the time. I feel like it is what it is, is when you finally realize like, I got to throw up my hands and I can't control it. Like I recently had a conversation with somebody where I said, "You can't control everything. You can't control anybody but yourself." And and I struggle with this, and you struggle with this, and probably a whole lot of the planet struggles with this. Yes. And it's something difficult to recognize in the moment, but it is what it is. What's your "it is what it is" meaning?
1: Well, I similar, but I I you know we have this other conversation. This is going to take this a, a different direction, but about perception and i have this statement that i'm like if it looks like a fish and it smells like a fish it's a fish Mm -hmm. and the idea for perception is two different things one it's if you believe something is a fish it's a fish you know
0: even if it's a gummy bear
1: yeah maybe
0: might be Maybe. a fish coming bear.
1: <laughs> right. It could be you're a moron and you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> or it could be that your perception determines your reality. And if you believe something to be true, it's true. So perception, and I'm in marketing. So perception and marketing is the whole fucking point. Most of the time is you are trying, you're working on a brand with the point being, I I want to people to have a feeling about a brand, a, a perception of who they are, whether they really know them or not. That's who you want people to believe they are. Whether they really are like that or not doesn't fucking matter this because kind of someone believes me. that to be true. Therefore,
0: it's true. This reminds me of the whole Jennifer Aniston comment from last week where you're like, people think that Jennifer Aniston is Rachel from Friends.
1: Yeah, it's true. Their perception of her is that character.
0: And I think De Deschanel is Jess.
1: I'm sure that's true too.
0: Or any other, she plays yep. a lot of the same characters though. Yeah. Well, it's so- But there is some truth to those people. Like I, there is some truth to part of- <laughs>
1: Ryan Reynolds is Van Wilder and Deadpool. <laughs> Absolutely, it's true, he is. That's his personality. I mean, it's not, but it is kind but of- But he the plays same time. the same
0: guy in every- You can He's see the same guy- in such snarky every a-hole. It's so
1: great in everything.
0: We should watch we should go and watch those
1: ben wilder yeah, well, yeah oh my good. god yes for yeah. sure
0: and the deadpools yeah anyway so
1: anyway so your point about grief is a, a good one what, what else you got there
0: well, i was just gonna tell the book that i started listening to so mm. this could take us down a whole other place i started listening to good grief by teresa caputo
1: and not good grief, like good grief, like no. the old school Heal term. your soul, Boy, this honor
0: is, your loved ones, and this learn is to live again. The Teresa medium. The Long Island yeah, Medium. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I knew I would recognize the name.
0: So I I tried to pull it up to read the, like, thingy, but. Uh, you know,
1: it's hard. Okay, I'm going I'm to gonna say this with a, with a grain of salt. Tyler Henry and oh. Teresa are both, in my opinion, legit. Um, it's hard not, sometimes not to believe that television skews it in some way, but we've watched enough of both of these people to see moments where other people are just so genuinely surprised. Yeah. Total fucking strangers, not just celebrities, total strangers. So surprised, but what about what either one of them knows about their family, their backgrounds the um, items that they're holding. It, it's truly fascinating. Certainly
0: there are fake ones out there. No but, doubt. And, and and we've gone to see one. We've gone to see a medium. A- and
1: she was wrong about something very significant. What? I don't own a red sports car yet. I'm just saying.
0: You shopped for one before bubblegum.
1: Only, well, because she told me I should.
0: <laughs> she was not wrong about anything else.
1: No, and 100% correct she on everything like else, she said. like stopped you in
0: your tracks and you were a little skeptical.
1: I wanted to be. I, I actually I really wanted to be. I've
0: been thinking about her a lot lately so
1: yeah I'll tell the story. I, I'm going
0: to talk to her pretty soon. Yeah
1: I'll tell a little story. So this is why I believe her.
0: It, but I wait really quick I wanted to I did want to say that yeah. that I did I think it's called Between Two Worlds is the first Tyler Henry book. I think and so I, too. And I listen to books just because I spend so much time in the car so I obviously can't read them but um it was really really good and everybody has She's a little great. different perspective like teresa talks teresa's catholic so she talks a lot about god and catholic and i don't have those kinds of beliefs so there are parts of it that i just have to like let her talk tune out because I, I just don't like i just you have an opinion on that i have an opinion about organized right. religion yes right but anyway
1: yeah so we went to see um a medium And uh, she, she's, Tana had been to see her previously, but I never had. We went together. This is a while ago. This is several years ago. Five, probably years ago. A long time ago. And so I had a friend in um, junior high.
0: Who... So what? No, wait, wait. First. No, first it was, it's like a three and a half hour drive to get there. Yep. And you didn't tell me anything that you were going to ask her or talk about. Right. I just want to put a little front front Absolutely side on not. it. You wouldn't tell me like, did you have anybody in particular you were after I had somebody in mind that I thought I she's going to bring somebody up for yes. him. And, and I wanted to see if she would get there. Yep. And when I go, I haven't really lost anybody besides like grandparents and stuff. So mm. I haven't had that same kind of experience. So. Right. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So I have so I have two friends that I've lost at a young age, Um, one in junior high and one in college or or right after. And I was thinking more specifically of uh, my friend that uh, he died from leukemia and he I was I was just out of college, I think,
0: and he was not the one I was thinking of. No, I don't think no. I even remember. I don't think I even knew that story.
1: Yeah. Before,
0: and, going anyway, there.
1: let me tell the story. So, um, so, but I have another friend and that died when I was in grade sc- or in, in junior high, and his parents owned had a small plane, and I was supposed to go on a ski trip, skiing trip um, with him, his brother, and his folks, and. At the last minute, they made a, made a change, and his brother brought a friend, and his dad was in the Air Force, and the plane crashed, and everyone except for the friend and the dad were killed. And it hit me really hard in junior high. I'm like, you know, I was in the eighth grade, I think, and we had just started to become good friends, and it just, it, it was surreal because I was supposed to be on the plane. Yeah, that's, that, that's the part me, that was a little that, weird. That's
0: the key part of the story is yeah. you were supposed to be on that plane, and why weren't you
1: well my mom didn't really want me to and then also his parents were like no we kind of promised your brother this time that he could bring a friend and so they kind of went back and forth Uh. on on that and so um so it was tragic and and it hit me really hard in the eighth grade but um but my friend from college it it hit me it hit me really hard he was sick for a long time um, my friends and I went to visit him you and tried to, to like, play games. Yeah, we, we, we tried to, but he, you know, when he's in the hospital and he has leukemia, you know, this is 20 years ago, basically. And, you know, they kind in a lot of ways, they don't want you to be in there with him very long because they're afraid you're going to give him some kind of germ that he, while he's trying oh, yeah, to fight now off now leukemia.
0: totally different. Yeah.
1: Like, like it's very COVID esque. They don't want you to be in contact with him actually that much. Um, COVID, you know, obviously they don't at all, but, um, either way he, he passed away from leukemia and I had a lot of guilt because I really felt like we should have done more for him while he was sick. And then the day of his funeral, we went to the memorial service and then we were driving to the, um, the, the actual burial in a funeral procession. Right. And I'm the very last car and somebody rear ends me at a light.
0: I don't remember this. Yeah. And oh so, my god. So
1: I stop and I'm because I'm like I'm I'm in, what the you know? fuck. I'm like he's like well the light was green and I'm like yeah did you see that that there's a giant row of people with their lights on. There wasn't
0: a cop behind you. There no. should have been like. Mm-mm. And so. Oh my god.
1: I got rear ended and I was like, so I was torn like I real I, I really want to go to the funeral but you know my car is damaged like. So I I missed the actual burial, and so I had all this guilt because of oh, that you too. Didn't tell me that before. So so yeah. So when we went to see um, the medium, that was what was all in my brain. You know, it was sort of like having a moment with him, and they both came through. It was really obvious. It was both of them in both cases. They she
0: really had details. Had details. That, I, mean, I, got, I mean, it I was have goosebumps. Right. It now. was.
1: I have the notes actually right over right over there. You do. Um, yeah. It's. So it was a really, very real experience for me um, in, in both cases and-
0: And there's no way at all she would have ever known. She lives the three and a half hours away. The like, um,
1: the, fr- the stuff about my friend who died from leukemia was really intense. She knew a lot of stuff and it's stuff I've not even told you. So I was like, there's no way she would ever know this. It's not like it's on the fucking internet. You know I mean? There's none of this stuff is. And
0: also, um, you know, it's been several years since since I've talked to her, I think maybe you and I was the last trip. I'm not sure, but
1: yeah, I think so. I
0: think maybe I talked to her after that one time, but um, she had started working with forensics, like with um, case files, cold mm. case files, and police and things like that. So it'd be kind of fun to see if she's doing that now. But I and just not that want... she
1: tell us anything about it, but you well, know, no, she but can't. she just
0: you know just small talk stuff, like yeah, like either way that she's having success with it or whatever. But yeah. Um,
1: Either way, it was a very real experience. I'm not a big, big believer in people like this because there's so many, and I'll use this word, charlatan type folks out there. But in my experience, um, Teresa on the show, Tyler Henry on the show, and then the person we went to.
0: Long Island Medium, you mean Teresa Caputo? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: are, Are all three very real.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, I went to one in New Orleans on the street side once and she told me I would marry a blonde who was 145 pounds. And I was like, no, not a chance in hell. First off, I don't like blondes and I don't like skinny guys. So I don't like 145 pounds. I mean, I almost weigh 145 pounds, I'll be damned if that guy isn't going to weigh a lot more than me. So there.
1: I was trying to find a funny joke in the middle of that, but uh, (laughs) I couldn't find anything.
0: This one's a little heavy.
1: I haven't weighed 145 pounds since sixth grade. So
0: I weighed 145 pounds maybe last week. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't today. I got on the scale today and I've had a very small breakthrough. Not much of one. Yay! Oh, thank you. So the only other thing I have could take us into a long segment. Mm.
1: Let's make it short then. Go.
0: We'll make a really quick one this is what i wrote down so (laughs) again i'm watching new girl and and we talk about this um dating well you said you wanted this to become a relationship type of show right Mm. let's talk about dating through the ages let's talk about
1: oh boy this is a big open
0: well like this i know right this episode i was watching today just starts dating an older man a rich older man and then her roommates, they're and they're all like 30, right? Yeah, and, and it's three roo- guys. Her
1: roommates are three guys. Yeah, and the roommates
0: start boinking 20 year olds. And so we're, ta- they're you know, it's dating with this age gap and some of it's not dating, they're just fucking, but it rem- we've had small conversations before about whether we've dated somebody older or younger, and what was the age gap difference and how was it? And I have lots of friends that have dated different aged people. And so today I was thinking, when you're when you're 20 the man and the woman are both 20. the guy is everybody knows what the guy is like the girls are starting to like they're maturing a little bit faster let's say
1: in general anytime before that they are too right right
0: but then there comes a point where at what age are we on the same field never why? Because you guys just want to fuck and that's it?
1: I think, no, it's because I don't think guys are ever as mature as women.
0: Well, that's interesting.
1: Well, I think, because I think. Is that ge- why you have to. In general, dudes are morons is, what, almost, almost a lot of the time. So <laughs> they're like, you know, they just want to play.
0: I'm just curious about the, like, well, play golf,
1: all, play golf know. or play games or so whatever. Like they have the boyish side. So why do you guys tied down
0: then? I don't understand some of this stuff i don't know (laughs) watch yourself (laughs) (laughs) i mean look at the very beginning of our relationship you were like i'm not doing this if we're not getting married and i was like hold your horses son i don't want to get married again period ever we were both previously married i was married for five minutes it was so stupid and i was like that's dumb i'm not doing that again And you were like like yeah we're gonna do that and i said no and so that again goes back to part of our first year of working all that stuff out
1: yeah i think that and uh, then
0: after year three you kept talking about it all the time and i was like or get off the pot uh, you want to do this thing or not i could i didn't care but you had built it up so much that i was like what's what are we doing here
1: yeah i think that I you know i it's a it's a touchy subject. I mean, you because, did it to
0: yourself, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's how you how you feel. Um, Salty
0: iguana, skinny margarita, kicking uh, in. What?
1: So, you know, I think it just depends on people. Like, you know, I'm like, it's perfect for some people and a horrible idea for <laughs> some people. For a lot of people. We're in the some middle. It's, sometimes it's a great idea and sometimes it's like, God, what the fuck did I do?
0: I also have a philosophy that the first marriage doesn't work.
1: Maybe. i mean in our case that's true
0: again we have friends that's first marriages they're still on however i believe the vast majority of the planet at at the very least 85 percent the first marriage will fail so just put that in the back of your mind and and maybe have a prenup or maybe just plan for some shit (laughs) can we please show some of these facial expressions that you make (laughs) what it's true.
1: So, is your could point you about imagine that, your life aiding, if you were still
0: married to your first person?
1: Is the point about that conversation to be about married with age differences, or I, dating during different ages of people's lives?
0: Dating no filter. I no. I my I wanted to go down to, but I, I some of the things that were in my head earlier today are just they're not there right now want wanted because mm. the grief thing i think threw me off i wanted to go into the these age. are very different
1: topics
0: yeah the age differences like for example when the, the, i was 25 i dated somebody who was 39 and that was a little bit different like he was in a different place and i think you dated an older woman once right no younger i thought you told me you dated an older woman once
1: i mean older like we don't five minutes older than me get into maybe.
0: details
1: maybe i don't remember honestly really don't really. well
0: okay then we'll keep it not personal. But there uh, theres
1: there are people that 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 both of us have dated that are just in different places in their lives you know they've got a bunch of kids or something like that and you're like this is never gonna match up because oh, sure. we're I just, never we're just going different to... kinds of people we're never gonna fit
0: I don't even think as we got older if it it, it... That I would be like, I don't think I would ever be. Even if the person's children were thirty, I don't think I still would ever want to date somebody with children, like ever. Oh wow, wow! I know it really drops a whole lot of people off the list. To ever worry about that, I know made my armpits sweat a little bit to say that out loud with you sitting here (laughs) yeah it
1: wasn't great on my
0: side I don't know how I'm supposed to some of these things we have to say because you certainly have thoughts on things that you maybe don't tell me but you do have thoughts on things about that if I wasn't here we had this conversation a couple weeks ago if I wasn't here I think you would find somebody right away and remarry
1: I I think I have reached a point in my life so this is kind of going back to our conversation before what I didn't want to talk about but We've reached a point in our, in my, in know, I've reached a point in my life where if we were not together, I 100% would not get married for, again, for a very long time.
0: Oh, you would not.
1: I would not. And the reason is I don't fucking need to. I don't need that in my life. You know, like, it's not. not certainly
0: not after you, Tana. Yeah,
1: like, you're ruining this shit for me. <laughs> But what I mean is,
0: yeah. What I mean is, it
1: doesn't mean I, I don't, (laughs) I wouldn't want to spend my life with somebody or, or know people. It's more like, I, I don't have any interest in, and I mean this the the right way, taking care of somebody like this again. (laughs) It's not fucking easy. (laughs) That. You know, well, but you could... every third day I'm talking somebody off the ledge. Like just, I'm like, I got a lot of shit going on, you know. I'm like
0: maybe this is one of your lessons that uh, you're supposed to learn.
1: A hundred percent. It was like, I was never gonna be somebody that took care of somebody else until now. That's I not was who i was never
0: gonna be somebody who let somebody take care of me.
1: Well, there you go. So I was always I'm somebody who was very protective of my it. people, yeah. friends, family, whatever. But I was never somebody who was just going to take care of someone, and now I. Well,
0: you're not wiping my ass. No, don't but make I definitely like take, take care of you every day.
1: Way more than I had expected that I would have.
0: But you also told me, in order for this to work out, I had to be willing to say I needed you or let you do something because. Yeah,
1: that's because you're so hard headed about <laughs> life, and you don't you you resist help um by nature and did, that's not partnership that's just not that's that's living but now you're
0: saying wait can no, i rewind i'm
1: just saying yeah <laughs> i know myself enough now that i'm saying
0: sweat i don't want to
1: take care of someone so i would i if if you were gone and i was left i would probably i mean for a good solid decade would not want to get but married again. You would I, it would be something I'd have to grow into. Somebody like if I was in my seventies, and would, somebody else was in their seventies, like it's a different, it's a different thing completely. But what by about then.
0: you're the man? Yeah. I'm gone. You're the man. You're how you're sixty-seven years old mm. or seventy, whatever the fuck. Right. A, a while from now, and there's a thirty-five-year-old crawling up your leg.
1: There's, that's never going to happen. She's. If she is, it's because I'm loaded.
0: Well, I mean, I, mean, I might be
1: loaded by the time I'm seventy, but a hundred percent, I'm, I'm, I'm putting all my money in hiding.
0: <laughs> gonna, no, that's what I'm talking never about. Never fucking access the to that. The 26 year old girl <laughs> that married Hugh Hefner. What? Tell me there wasn't some kind of.
1: Well, she prenup ahead of time that stipulate. I mean our former president and his wife, right? There's a prenup in yeah. place that says if something happens, you get X number of dollars based on certain conditions. I don't
0: think she got, I really don't think she, publicly, I don't think she was getting anything.
1: Then that's fucking stupid. Well, if he did, for, on his part, frankly, he's kind of the one with all the fucking money, but he's got all the, probably all the hiding places under in the world. But, like, in Hefner's case, I'm sure that's what it was, was there was a prenup that, I, that No, no, no,
0: that's what I'm saying. Financial I don't stipulations. think she, I don't think she was getting anything now obviously we don't know we only know what goes to the press but uh, yeah, i used I mean, to follow a lot of hefner stuff and the girls next door and all that stuff i i don't think she got much of anything
1: well it i'd be surprised if that was the case i mean he i don't know if he certainly owns, he would
0: have given her something
1: he doesn't i don't know if he owns a hundred percent of playboy anymore i no. don't believe so but his daughter ran playboy f- and has been a son for a very long time
0: his son and daughter well but all things are different than it used to be with playboy no. but but M- M- melania and what's this orange are the same flavor that poor Ooh. girl I Can't i can't get in that conversation pick, i can't either pick somebody else i don't have anything good to say
1: um either way my, my i guess my point is if i was 60 or 70 years old and i met somebody who was 10 years younger than me there's not that much of a even though it's 10 years yes the, exactly the, 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 the place we are both in our lives is mature enough that it really doesn't make that much of a difference. But think
0: about it 20. But if and it was, 30, if I was
1: like, I'm, I'm almost 50. And that was the case 50. And there's somebody that's 30, like that's a different thing. That's a different thing altogether. Yeah.
0: yeah 25 be, versus 40.
1: Fuck. No, a hundred percent. No
0: 20 versus 30. It only becomes the same when it's 40 versus 50, 50 versus 60, 60 versus Even 70. Even 40 but versus
1: 50. 70 f-
0: versus 80 is probably pretty different. And 80 versus 90 is probably significantly different.
1: Potentially, 90 yeah. versus
0: 100, probably about the same. <laughs> I'm
1: still pissing yeah. my pants. Yeah, I'm, I'm just lucky to make it out of bed every day. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's some interesting things there. I, I mean, we ready. don't have the answers and that's not what it's about. But I think well,
0: and, a- and this- age
1: gaps are, you, are interesting because... It de- there's so many things that depend upon where they are in their lives.
0: We're gonna. If come it's a 30 year old topic.
1: person who's never had kids and doesn't want to, and it's a 50 year old person who's never had kids and doesn't want to, they actually might be very similar in their life because neither one of them wants Maybe. kids. But if you're especially year if old the 30 year old is a woman
0: and you want to have kids, and the 50 year old has
1: yeah two, four kids, yeah four kids, two, two teenagers
0: are, in college starting right, college or something that are
1: living with the with the spouse. even then you're like, I mean, I, I, I'll I'll say it. I've got friends that are my age group or even older than me that married somebody 20 years younger than them when they had, you know, kids from their previous marriage and their new wife wants to have a baby and they do it. And they, they're like, I'm 50 something years old. My kid's five. I'm going to be 180 when my kid goes to college, you know, he's like, and it's just, it, 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 they're so obvious that they did something that they weren't a hundred percent behind but they loved their spouse so much they wanted to
0: oh but see and, having but I think kids it's a trap. because i think it's yeah. a trap
1: you know i'm not myself i do i mean because you're going to be in a situation in your life you're just like i don't want to fucking carry around a five-year-old anymore like i, I can i'm going to respect that
0: I, do you think it's because now I'm not saying your friends are it's like hard. this, but do you think it? You think some of those things happen because the person is not—I don't want to say strong enough in who Mentally they are, strong enough, w- whatever it. it is to say to to face the fact that if I don't give them this, then they leave.
1: Yeah, I think that there's a part prior to the marriage even happening.
0: Is it that where they ha- hold on
1: are- where they say to themselves? In all honesty, how much of me being with this person is me being desperate to be with somebody? Yeah. And how much of this is me being desperate to be with somebody younger and sexier? And how much of this is real? Because if, if desperate it's a, to
0: be with that particular person.
1: If you're, if you're 100% in love with someone, no doubts in your mind, and you're ready to be a 55-year-old dad, good for you. That is fucking awesome. Go for it. But if you're a 55-year-old dude or a woman and you you're like, I I don't I don't want to be around his kiss that he's got, let alone have another one with him, you better fucking say that too. Because yeah. it will come to a head. A hundred percent somebody's gonna hate somebody in 10 years.
0: That's a difficult that's conversation kids, to have. Whether
1: that's the peep the spouses. You know, you're going to have a situation where the kids are put in in bad situations. I mean, it's just fucked. So be honest and just don't do it. No matter how fucking desperate you are.
0: That's a difficult conversation to have. First, you have to have it with yourself. Well, no doubt.
1: That's the hardest part.
0: You know, we talked about this before where I said early on, look if you want to have children, I mean, early on, within a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, it, it really started getting, long. it
0: started changing. Probably not I'm like, seriously, I want to say, like, no, I know
1: I'm within the first too.
0: 12 to 20 days or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Way, you, way sooner than 12 if to 20 you days. Want to,
0: well, that was the that was one of many problems with my first marriage. But the, the idea that I would somehow change my mind and decide, oh, all of a sudden I'm married now, I want to have kids. I'm like, no, I, I know for a fact that I don't want to have children. Yep. And if you do, That's great, but I'm not the one for you. And and that I think is incredibly difficult for people to have because on the flip side, you know that there are probably, well, we don't know, but let's just say in my mind, I believe there are way more women out there that say, he says, I don't wanna have children or I don't wanna have any more children. And she says, okay, i can stay with him for the rest of my life and it'll be fine and then in three to five years or whatever they're getting a divorce or she's kicking herself because or she resents him or whatever it is because she wanted kids and he didn't and she stayed and then you go down that whole thing i bet more women get into stay into relationships where the guy doesn't
1: maybe I mean, versus the opposite being the guy says yes and then he, and regrets it, and they end up in divorce because they hate each other anyway, <laughs> which happens all the fucking time.
0: And you know what? Way down in you hear
1: deep. about that a lot, but you don't hear about the way you described is, whereas the woman says she's okay with not having kids, and it, and then they get along happily ever after. Yeah, here's yeah. what's funny. I God, I hate to use this example, but.
0: People Um, kept telling me my whole life, you're going to have that someday. You're going to feel that biological clock thing. And you're going to, I'm like, I can't wait for COVID to go away so I can have my biological clock plumbing removed because I don't want it. (laughs) Like, seriously, I don't have that. I, I wish women, other women would stand up for themselves when they really don't and feel okay with it.
1: I wish in general people were one, smart enough to understand themselves and be introspective. And be, um, and know when you shouldn't on, be a parent. <laughs> and, well, not just that, but really know when a relationship is genuinely bad or genuinely mm-hmm. not bad, mm-hmm. but just not great.
0: Not going to work out. Right. In Cause I mean,
1: in the, in, in the end, the time invested is in the end, you're going to, you're going to tell yourself how many lessons you learned because of it and how much of a better person you are because of it when the, which and is great. Some of is those true. things are true. Yeah. But at the same time, wouldn't those years back be great too? So you could go learn those lessons or other lessons in another situation that did have a future potential. That would be fucking great too. It's so- the
0: 28 days um, quote from the guy who who's... It, the the guy in rehab <laughs> the movie 28 days yep. with sandra bullock and mm-hmm. the guy in rehab and he's like there's a fork in the road and then sooner or later you go down the fork and the other fork and then sometimes there's a spoon and then there's a salad fork and you have a little shrimp fork and he has a big big large fork <laughs> like oh my god google 28 days salad fork <laughs> whatever you call it it's so funny that's funny. that's one of my favorite things ever is that you love that movie quote in that movie well yeah. Come on. These days I'm dealing with some shit. And so drinking more frequently helps cope. Call it alcoholism, call it whatever you want, but- It's if- not alcoholism, but I understand what you're saying. Mine isn't.
1: I sure hope not. I mean, you have drank two nights in a row.
0: Well, I didn't know that today was National Margarita Day when I had half a bottle of wine last night.
1: Yes. And yesterday was your Saturday, even though it was yesterday not a Saturday. Yesterday was
0: my Saturday. So I feel like I'm not doing anything wrong.
1: <laughs> Who said you were? Plus,
0: this is all the leftover margarita we have. We don't have any tequila in the house. We oh, need was to... that what was frozen? No, uh, I bought this today. Oh, well, oh, this is all there is. Hmm. I thought it was. I thought it was bone broth in the refrigerator.
1: I was like, Oh, good. Oh, she got, she got <laughs> bone broth. Out. I was like, oh,
0: Okay.
1: We must she be having a, soup? A very light, <laughs>
0: light, colored bone broth. The bone broth smells very. L- it nice. must be Thai bone, bro. It smells like lime. Very fragrant. <laughs> it's next to the coffee that I keep looking at, thinking it's olives, black olives, and olive juice. Yep. Anyway. All right. Good stuff. That wasn't very long segment. You well, got, I, uh, I do got want to go back to, to some of these call? other conversations one of these days when my brain is thinking more, but we actually have to go get some other works and stuff done.
1: That's right. Well, um, so for everybody out there uh we're just gonna say hello to our friends in uh, across the world now and australia and singapore and
0: philippines all of
1: you across the land Wasn't there a
0: germany and a canada and so. an australia and an please ireland
1: like follow singapore subscribe music. thumbs up whatever podcast platform you are listening to share thank you please share this with your friends we know there are a lot of 40 something drunk once a week assholes out there who would love to have a or laugh 40 with year
0: old virgins
1: or 40 year old virgins this is still not a good look for me
0: or so. yes finally yeah. we figured it out yeah or beautiful dreamers
1: for, and beautiful dreamers
0: thank you spiritual gangster for that's my right. t-shirt and my husband. shout
1: out to spiritual gangster
0: so spiritualgangster.com
1: i think so I got good actually shit. that's
0: fitting to put that into this because we we're talking about spiritual gangsters teresa caputo and mm. Tyler Henry.
1: That's right. And our friend that we went to. Yes. So, all right. Have a good one.
0: Peace. We out. See you next time. Bye. 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 Yay.
1: Oh, thank you. This has been a Foundation Magnetic Marketing and Media Production.